there are many people who are criticizing uh, the Queen and are saying some very nasty things about Queen Elizabeth. <clears throat> and um, that is unfortunate. Because everybody, if they want to be, in spite of her sins, in spite of her faults, and in spite of her failures, and she had many, like the rest of us, and so we can at least be charitable and and forgiving if we have been forgiven by the same God she met this past week. But one thing for sure, I doubt if you will ever see in your lifetime an example of faithfulness to duty Uh, consistency, uh, being on point, and walking in her God-given authority. And the reason why uh, I'm interested in things like uh, this is because of the importance and the power of God-given authority. I believe people who have been given authority under God, under God, under God, need to walk in that authority to help the masses of people. So I, I uh, God has called me not to deal so much with uh, rebuking people but rebuking people who are in authority because they impact so many millions of people um, it's a God thing God instituted governments kings and queens and uh, whatever government people choose and um, uh, as we see it today and, and so whatever form of government even though you may not like it which democracy has its serious flaws so does the monarchy but I believe that Great Britain has it about right. Continue the monarchy uh, in a uh, consistent, permanent, 
advisory role and let the people respect it when they do speak and uh, uh, and I think that's probably best uh, because what people uh, have been saying about the Queen is that she's always been with us throughout our lifetime before we were born she was here some of us were born and died during her reign and it provides a continuity and so there's nothing wrong with it it's not a sin to be a king it's not a sin to be a queen this is what God used in the early days of government democracy is a new thing with a great emphasis on freedom and uh, and, and, and sad to say they have gotten it wrong because they believe that it's a, it is a freedom and a license to sin as well that freedom should not stop at the laws of the Bible but that it should go on based upon what people want to do that's when a king can step in that's when a queen can step in and say no uh, I'm the king or I'm the queen of the whole nation and I am not for such things as men marrying men because God is not for it and I represent him and if the Queen had done that uh, Great Britain might not be in the mess she is in today uh, nor would the world be in the mess uh, she is in today and King Charles the third is not going to do what he should do because these people have forgotten that they represent God first, not the people. See, the king represents God. The prophet represents God only. 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 I don't represent the people to God. I represent God to the people as a prophet, as an evangelist. Uh, the king and the queen... Uh, the reason why I've been working on them a whole lot is because people look up to them. They have a uh, queenly, kingly charisma that only God can give you, give people. You need to understand. It's called, some people have called it, and some psychologists have called it, the... Uh, charismatic authority. There are people who have charisma from God who command authority. They just rise above. This happened to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He was the youngest preacher in town but he had a certain charismatic authority that God laid on him. You cannot deny this. 
Okay, kings have that, queens have that. People flock to them, love them. It's something that God lays upon them. And people will listen to them. That's why, by the grace of God, I try to influence these people to use their charismatic authority for good and for God. Otherwise, we're all going to be in a mess. Whereas the throngs of people may not listen to me, but the people who represent God, I have a better shot at influencing them as they influence others. Uh, thousands of people, pastors and uh, priests and popes and kings and queens, those are the folks I deal with because they, they, they represent the masses and the masses love them because of the charismatic gift that God has given to them. Now the masses, they don't want to hear from me. But uh, uh, that's okay. I'm not uh, assigned to them like that. I, I preach the gospel to them. And some respond and some don't. But when it comes to dealing with the sins and the abominations that are causing all of us to suffer, uh, I have to work on uh, the leaders uh, and and try to get them to see the light that God wants them to see. Thou art the man and thou art the woman. You understand what I'm saying to you? Because as the old uh, church folks used to say, God does not like ugly. You understand what I'm saying? God is not like ugly, and God rules as the king of kings. <clears throat> Pardon me. Lord of lords, Jesus Christ is king of kings, monarch of monarchs, lord of lords, and he rules. And, uh, and he's, uh, he pays attention to what you're doing so uh, he's going as his children he's going to deal with you and if you choose not to be his child by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ he's still going to deal with you you're going to suffer the consequences for your sins you're going to have to pay for your sins in this life and in the life to come and he's going to chastise and rebuke those who have come to him and who believe in him for their soul's salvation because they are his children for real. They have been bought with a price and he's not going to let you or me get away with evil, ungodliness, the false prophets and the false preachers and the false pastors. And as I've said to you before, there, there are many more false pastors than false prophets. Prophets are few and far between.
they are more evangelists than prophets. There are some men like Dr. Tony Evans, who is a uh, prophet, evangelist, and a pastor. And uh, so I don't worry about him compromising on the Word of God because he has profit in him. Pastors have a tendency to compromise and want to please the people because they represent the people. Dr. Tony Evans understands that, yes, he's a pastor. He has a pastor's heart, teacher, and, and, and all of that. But he also is an evangelist, doing the work of an evangelist. That was his first inclination to evangelize, to be an evangelist. And, 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 and that's a good thing. And he, and he does the work of an evangelist. But uh, God gave him multiple gifts. And, uh, uh, but he's a prophet as well. And, and I know the pastor heart in him does not want to tell people some things. Because he knows it's going to cause them to be offended. He knows that they're not going to like him anymore and ostracize him and all of that. And he has a pastor's heart. He doesn't like that. He wants. To, he's the lover of the brethren and a lover of the sister. And, and he, he loves that role, no doubt. But he loves you enough that he's going to tell you the truth. That's why I don't, he's one of the few men I don't worry about compromising on God's word. He's not going to do that. Because of that prophet thing going on in his life. He can't. See, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing you don't understand. He can't. You may want him to. There's a part of him that may want to. But uh, he can't do that. And so we thank God for the men who stand for God. And who do not stand for the people. Other than to pray for them. And so anyway, beloved, one thing for sure, uh, combined, three or four things combined into one that you can learn from the queen, everybody, because you're never going to see this again. Even with this king, he's already compromised. The stuff he's already done, uh, Queen Elizabeth never did. But, Things like duty, uh, I'm going to do my duty as it has been passed down to me as a queen. And I'm not going to falter and I'm not going to fail at that by God's grace. Uh, the other thing is walking in her authority. You say what you will, you criticize her all you want to, you wish she suffered pain and all of that, as one black lady said. Another black man said that no black or brown people ought to uh, honor the queen. He took it back because he should have. He just don't do that. Uh, duty consistency, faithfulness, keeping your vows, keeping your word to God, which she took very seriously. 
sticking by the stuff even through very very hard times crazy times she was the same let's get on with it I may not feel like doing it I may not like the pomp and circumstance but this is what God has planned for me to do this is my purpose in life and she walked in her purpose and you need to walk in your purpose you can't be the queen but you can be the best person you can be and stay with it and see God is the driver of that Jesus and the Holy Spirit see the reason why she was so steady and stable throughout the years she was unflappable with the foolishness that Lady Diana and Prince Charles were doing she indicated one time that her son Charles was infuriating and I, I believe listen listen to me I believe that she did not let relinquish she did not abdicate the throne for her son in his more youthful years because of the foolishness that he did that he needed to live down oh yeah no 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 just get that off get it off of there right here no no yeah, your hands your hands because he acted foolishly his wife Diana acted foolishly what I mean by that see the, the, the queen understood that God had blessed her with a huge privilege where you can do anything you want to do travel anywhere you want to travel play with your dogs if you want to ride horses if you want to play tennis if you want to go swimming if you want to go to Balmoral go to Buckingham Palace go to any one of the other castles just for the fun of it and so she had the sense to understand that this is a huge privilege let me do my job even even though I may not feel like doing my job the spoiled Diana, that's right, I said spoiled Diana and the spoiled Harry who takes after her and the spoiled Megan and the spoiled Charles did not understand that. That's why they messed up their lives. And now Harry, uh, who's henpecked and controlled and dominated by Megan, of all people, I mean, I don't know what is the problem. He he was told not to bring her to the deathbed of Queen Elizabeth that's 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 a sad commentary sad thing and then he was late getting there so he didn't he couldn't say goodbye to her and he was probably at one time her favorite grandson grandchild no doubt no I have no doubt about that at one time but it's a, isn't it interesting how when you marry Negroes in the family, 
I don't care if they're white or black or red or yellow. Uh, I just like that word Negro. I don't care if you like it or not. When you marry certain Negroes, how they change, they can change your children's minds. That's why be careful who you marry in the family. They'll change your children's minds and, and you got family members who will change your children's minds once they get grown and brainwash them and so forth and so uh, but see the queen the queen knew how to deal with it and you and you must understand the queen she loved her children and her grandchildren and her great-grandchildren but there was a healthy distance that she had with them oh they'll come by maybe once a year or something to take a picture but that was pretty much it we heard about uh, one of the children telling one of the other siblings, uh, Mommy mommy is the queen today, so, you know, let's stay back. She walked in her authority, and she did not play. And if she needed to cut you and gut you, she would cut you and gut you. And she did that to Harry. She did that to her own son. He was nowhere to be around, and he's nowhere around now. Her son, who was out there horning around with women, with this crook, can't be around the throne with that foolishness. See, everybody understands, the Bible talks about this, but everybody understands instinctively that there must be righteousness on and around the throne. That's why people do not see King Charles III nowhere near like they see the queen nowhere nowhere uh, because he's done some wicked things and even though it's years ago uh, it's still 25 years ago 26 years ago 27 28 years ago people still have a problem but we honor the queen because we honor God God is the one who made her queen I cannot imagine a better queen with all of her sins, her faults, and her failures. I cannot imagine. You know, I don't think anybody else can imagine a better queen. I don't care if she's white. It don't make any difference to me whether she's white, black, red, or yellow. If, if you carry yourself like that, and at the same time known to have some fun and, and, and can crack, you know, and crack a joke, and have good timing about it and laugh and, 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 and without losing your respect uh, from the people and walked in your authority by the grace of God that God gave you. And I'm going to tell you something else about Queen Elizabeth. She went to church every Sunday. They showed a rare picture of her yesterday. Uh, how that she drove, she was driving herself to church by herself, while everybody, the other people out on the, uh, uh, on the uh, yard riding horses and stuff like that, she drove herself to church by herself. And I know she heard the gospel because Dr. Billy Graham preached to her and spent time with her and, uh, and he's a he, he's another prophet evangelist kind of a guy not a pastor who now 
he he doesn't care who you are. <laughs> he didn't care who she was. I assure you, she heard the gospel and probably got saved under his ministry. I don't know. But anyway, here's one of her one of her favorite hymns, and we're probably going to just share this with you until her funeral. Uh, right here. Don't you have another flat thing that goes underneath there? You need to get. You need to get that. Praise my soul, the King of Heaven. To his feet, your tribute bring. Perfect. Ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven. Evermore his praises sing. Listen to the words. Alleluia. Alleluia. Praise the everlasting King. Elizabeth the second, Queen Elizabeth the second, she knew who was the king of kings and she was not over him she was under him praise him for his grace and favor to his people in distress praise him still the same as ever slow to chide and swift to bless alleluia alleluia glorious in his faithfulness Again, you can say what you want to about Queen Elizabeth II. Was she perfect? No, because she's a sinner like the rest of us. But her life was characterized for 70 years on the throne. Not 70 years old. 70 years on the throne. With people acting crazy and wickedly all around her, even in her own family. I said 70 years on the throne, she kept her vows to God and she was faithful till the end. And she never thought she was the queen of heaven. She never thought that she was God. Father-like, he tends and spares us. Well, our feeble frame he knows. In his hand he gently bears us, rescues us from all our foes. Alleluia, alleluia, widely yet his mercy flows. And that is so true. For those of you who are just coming on, we're remembering Queen Elizabeth II. And one of her favorite hymns. Angels help us to adore him. 
you behold him face to face, sun and moon bow down before him, dwellers all in time and space, alleluia, alleluia. Praise with us the God of grace. Glory be to God. Shall we pray together? And take this time to pray. And don't take the time to try to find uh, where Alabama is playing Texas. Pray. You probably have not prayed this morning, most of you. Well, at least over half of you probably have not prayed this morning. I've already prayed, but I'm here ready to pray with you and to pray for you, to in inspire you to pray, to encourage you to pray. Pray without ceasing. Jesus Christ gave a parable to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Jesus Christ said, Ask, and ye shall receive. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. God did not tell you to worry nowhere. You never heard God say, I command you to worry and to fret. He told you to pray. Continue instant in prayer. Don't, don't, don't just pray now. Pray throughout the remainder of this day. If you are saved and you are a spiritual person and you're preparing for services today or tomorrow, Saturdays, especially for preachers, can, can get weird if you're not prayed up. Why is that? Because there's a real devil who's trying to ruin your day and get you bent out of shape about something so that you won't be in the right mind in the right spirit to do something for God today and tomorrow. If the Lord should tarry his coming and we live. And what God wants you to do through prayer and trust in him is be victorious today don't worry about Alabama beating Texas or Texas beating Alabama. You make sure you beat the devil in the name of Jesus Christ because you're in a game too. You're in a, a warfare. Uh, you're in a war. And you need, to, you need to win. Win, win. One of the singers came out of, with a song, I think one of the rappers, Win, Win, Win. Very simple, but I like winning as a Christian. I like to see God's people win, win, win. Not just in sports, but in life, in their marriages, in their families. Uh, I know it sounds kind of secular, but I like Al Davis's saying he had many years ago. Just win, baby. Just win. I love it. I love it. I love winning. I believe God's people are wired and designed to win, win, win. Win this day for the glory of God by praying to him without ceasing, by reading and meditating on his word, shall we pray.
Holy Father God in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word, I thank you, Holy Father God, for your mercy, your love, and your grace. Lord, we thank you for uh, Queen Elizabeth II who understood that even though you had given her a great honor, uh, you helped her to remain humble and to realize that you are her king. You're her king. And uh, you're the king of kings and lord of lords, even over her, and she honored you throughout her life and you gave her your grace to be humble throughout her reign, making her one of the greatest monarchs in the history of the world. And we thank you for that. And uh, Lord, we individually pray, collectively we pray, and we praise you and we thank you for uh, salvation and all of the many and manifold and many manifold and millions of blessings you bestowed upon us down through the years and Lord we thank you for salvation and spiritual family and life financial and material protection and provision mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years and even today even to this day Lord help us to never take them for granted I praise you and I thank you for the precious memories and Lord I praise you and I thank you for the joy and the blessings and the comfort that I get from that and now Lord I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, continue to have mercy and grace and favor upon such wretched, wicked, evil, and ungodly people as we are even as your children, those of us who are saved and born again. Please forgive us of our sins, of all disobedience and rebelliousness. You said if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will indeed uh, deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Jesus Christ from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us, Lord, your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit and to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right, and to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. 
And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, deliver us all who are saved from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us, Lord, your grace, your strength, and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right, and to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And Lord, I do pray that you will help us uh, to humble ourselves as the queen did, who had great power and authority and influence. And Holy Father God, thank you for that magnificent 70th Platinum Celebration. What a way to go. We give you the glory, praise, and honor because you are the only one who could bring that about by your divine power. You are the only one that can raise up somebody from 20-something odd years old to become one of the greatest monarchs in the history of the world and to keep her vows and one of the longest reigning monarchs. Thank you, Lord, for your wisdom, your knowledge, and your understanding, and your giving us understanding and leading our people to do such things. Because we're so wicked today in society and across the, around the globe, Lord, we, humanly speaking, will probably never see such a life again. A queen who never tried to push herself forward, only did her duty and what was necessary and could have been in our faces all of the time but chose not to be. Even in the midst of great turmoil, and so, Holy Father God, thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what you're doing. And Lord, we pray for the salvation of all of her offspring. Open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and save their souls, and change their lives. and cast the devil and the demons of hell out of each and every one of them and help them to follow her example and Lord help everybody under her uh, that was under her authority to follow her example that husbands would do it wives would do it children would do it if Kanye West can say since Queen Elizabeth II died, I'm going to do away with all of my grudges, even against my own wife, my divorced wife, ex-wife, and business partners, then other people can do the same. And so, Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and it is such a joy and privileged to pray to you and uh, Holy Father God I
pray, praise you and thank you for that joy and that peace that comes. Uh, and I thank you, Lord, for the prayer meeting, uh, devotional meeting we had earlier today. And thank you for hearing and answering my prayers, and thank you for setting us up to pray now. I know that uh, this may be boring to some people who uh, are religious and lost, and even some people who claim to be saved, uh, because they don't understand that this is the most important thing we do outside of preaching your holy word and your holy gospel, which they go together. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray that indeed you will help us to get back to you, our first love. And by the power of your Holy Spirit, show it forth and do your will. Help us to truly humble ourselves, pray, seek your face, and turn from our wicked, evil, and ungodly ways, and truly repent of our sins in our hearts, so that our lives could be blessed similarly to the Queen's life. What a life you gave her. And we thank you for it. And so, Holy Father God, we also pray that you will lift our burdens, our cares and worries and anxieties and troubles and problems and fears from our hearts, our minds, souls, and spirits. We cast all care upon you, for, Lord, we know that you care for us. Fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart for those of us who are saved and born again. And Lord God in heaven, I pray for the salvation of the lost, first <clears throat> in my own family, uh, as you have allowed me to observe my wife for over 30, almost 35 years now, we have been married, uh, and you have shown me that she has uh, no, sh no fruit to show for her salvation. <clears throat> she has never shown any fruit of salvation, rather. And I pray for her salvation still, as I prayed for her down through the years. I thank you for giving me the liberty to pray about, pray about it publicly so that thousands of others can examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would have your Holy Spirit not to give her rest until she humbles herself and uh, believes in you in a real sense with repentance and prays to you and asks you to save her soul. Lord, help her to repent of the sins that she commits even here on a daily basis, constantly trying to provoke a problem unsuccessfully, uh, constantly uh, stealing from her own husband, intentionally, uh, no doubt, to provoke a problem which is not necessary, uh, taking 
items from me and throwing them away and where I don't have access to them uh, and other such foolishness uh, uh, not uh, being helpful in the ministry as she should be uh, there's always some kind of demonic fusion unnecessarily because her heart is not in it, never has been in it. And Lord God in heaven, I thank you, Lord, that I have the liberty to do this as Dr. Raymond Hancock did so many years ago at BUA and helped me tremendously with the power of transparency because you have made it clear in your word and the devil gets many people this way because they think they're the only one going through it. And so Holy Father God, uh, I thank you for dealing with her. I do pray that she will come to know you as Savior in a real sense and do it the right way. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of her heart, her mind, soul, and spirit. I pray that the evil influence of Marika White and the evil now the evil influence of her mother and her aunts would not turn my children aside from what they learned uh, from your word under my training them teaching uh, and preaching that they will follow you and your holy word and not people even in the family who are going contrary to your holy word I do pray for the salvation of her mother and I pray for the salvation of her aunts I pray for the salvation the true salvation of my own mother and my two sisters. I pray that your Holy Ghost would not give them rest until they come to know you as Savior and that they would repent of their sins of violating your Holy Scriptures about ruling over men, pastoring over men. Uh, and uh, I pray that you will deliver them from the curses that are upon their lives and help them understand that uh, money is not the measure of, of success. And I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you protect all of my children from these demonic spirits. Thank you for giving me the privilege and the blessing to lead each and every one of them to you, Lord, when they were seven years old on their seventh birthday. I pray for Danny, Daniel, and Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, Danielle, uh, Elizabeth, uh, Duran, Danielle, and Quasia. All of my offspring, I pray for their salvation, and I pray that your Holy Ghost would not give them rest until they come to know you as Savior. And uh, Holy Father God, I do pray uh, that 
you would uh, revive those, save those who are lost in this country, around the globe, in our communities, in our churches, and in our, and in our families. I pray also, Holy Father God, for uh, the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving and the mourning, draw them back to yourself as only you can. And Lord, thank you for the privilege and the power of prayer because uh, we can pray to you about many people at one time and you know their names and you know how many hair, hairs are on their head and you know what they need better than we do. And so thank you for this enormous power of prayer where one man can pray for millions of people and see you work. Help us to believe and trust in you and your holy word that says, Ask and ye shall receive, seeking ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. The fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And Holy Father God, we uh, pray uh, that you would indeed uh, deliver us who are saved by your grace from all of our uh, distresses and afflictions. Lord, where we need to confess sin and repent of sin, help us to do that and uh, deliver us and help us to learn our lessons. And Lord, deliver us also from all uh, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. And deliver, Lord, us from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, troubles and difficulties that we're facing. And uh, Lord, thank you that even in the midst of chastisement and rebuke, thank you that even in the midst of uh, punishment for sins in the church and in this country, and around the globe. Thank you, Lord, for allowing things to be as well as they are. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ I pray that you would protect and bless my family, all of us, around the globe. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Place, Lord, upon us today the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ. And help us not to do anything or say anything to grieve or quench your Holy Spirit today. By the power of your Holy Spirit, grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, and your anointing. And the power of your Holy Spirit to preach your holy word and your holy gospel. 
not only this morning, but Lord, even tonight. And uh, as I have been uh, preaching and have continued preaching, as I have uh, been told that uh, preaching as much as I do uh, can raise my blood pressure, I do pray that, Lord, you will, uh, as I get older, after preaching for uh, right at seven years each and every day, nearly each and every day, with a few breaks thrown in, I pray that you will uh, work things out in my old body where my blood pressure does not go up and stay up, uh, but comes down in a miraculous way and I pray that you touch the hearts of all of the people who appreciate what you have done in my life to pray for my health and strength as they used to say in the Lord and Holy Father God I also pray that you touch the hearts of the people who appreciate what you have done in my life down through the years if they uh, have been blessed with finances in a huge way, that you would touch their hearts to get in touch with us uh, and to send us uh, some people uh, who have, uh, they're not struggling to pay their bills, touch their hearts to send as much as they can to help in the ministry and to do the work that needs to be done. I know that you're going to answer that prayer, and I thank you in advance, as I know you're going to answer all of my prayers today, and I thank you in advance, and I do pray that you'll help us to do all that we do for your glory, your praise, and honor, and for the lifting up of your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, for it is in his name we pray, amen. If the Lord says the same, family, staff, friends, brothers and sisters in Christ, I'll be back this evening to preach live the message on the series, The Second Coming of Christ. Even, even though some people tell me that preaching as much as I do is not good for my health, I feel in my spirit that this is the least I can do. Pardon me. I have taken a little break. And, um, but... 
I, I just feel in my spirit this is the least I can do considering how bad the situation is in the church, in this nation, and in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, uh, prayer, devotional, memorial, family and evangelistic service, family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the chronological Bible episode number 622 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story, a single non-fiction story, and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, my beloved, we are reading Proverbs chapter 21, verses 1 through 10. Proverbs 21, 1 through 10. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I thank you for the uh, your holy word grant me your unction your anointing and everyone else in the power of your Holy Spirit to understand your holy word to comprehend it and to obey it in Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake amen the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water he turneth it whithersoever he will. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord. Every way, verse 2, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. <clears throat> to do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. And high look and a proud heart and the plowing of the wicked is sin. The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness, but of every one that is hasty only to want. The getting of treasures by a lying tongue is a vanity tossed to and fro of them that seek death. The robbery of the wicked shall destroy them because they refuse to do judgment. 
The way of man is forward and strange, but as for the pure, his work is right. It is better to dwell in a corner of the housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. The soul of the wicked desireth evil. His neighbor findeth no favor in his eyes. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Have it to find a lodging place in our hearts. Help us to love it more, to cherish it more, and to obey it more and to apply it to our lives in every way. Fill our hearts with your Holy Word and through your Holy Word take out darkness and evil. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now dear friends, for those of you who are with us and you do not have the benefit of salvation. You have never been born again. You have never been saved. Ask yourself this question. If I were to die today, where would I go? If you're not sure you would go to heaven because you have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ in a real sense, that there was a day and time you realized that you were lost, that you were a sinner, and you needed God to save you. Now I want you to get the picture in your mind. There are times in this life, humanly speaking, when you need to be saved. That means, and what I mean by that is somebody else has got to come and extricate you out of that situation. You can't do it by yourself. That's what being saved is. How many times you've heard people say, I was drowning. I was going down for the count. But somebody jumped in the water and they saved my life. So, so get that human example and picture in your mind. Think about the floods in Houston, the floods in Kentucky, where the floods just roll in and run you out of your, flood you out of your house, and you're on the roof. You need to be saved. You can't save yourself. Have you seen these things? Sure you have. Okay. Well, this is what you need now, spiritually speaking. You need to be saved. And, 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 and being saved like this requires that somebody else helps you. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very stained, within sinking deep in sin that's what's happening right now you're sinking 
in the floods and the maya of sin and you need to be saved. You need a helping hand. See? And Jesus Christ is in the saving business. Spiritually speaking. Why do you need to be saved? Number one, because you are a wicked sinner. Just as I am. Just as the Pope is. Just as the Dalai Lama is. And even Joel Osteen is a wicked sinner. I know he's Seems to be a nice person, but he's a wicked sinner, and he would admit that. We all are wicked sinners. We don't like to admit it. We don't like to say it because it hurts our pride, but it is true. You say, preacher, I'm not a wicked sinner. I'm sure my good without be my, uh, without do my bad. Uh, oh, really? But even if that's the case, that will not save you. Remember now, you can't save yourself. A person is, who is on the roof of his house because the floodwaters have come up to the uh, ceiling, they can't save themselves. They need somebody else to save them. They need the Louisiana boys to come on a boat and, get, and save them out of that situation. You're deeping, uh, pardon me, you are sinking deep in sin. The murky waters of sin. And you need Jesus Christ who died for your sin, who was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God to save you from your sins. Another reason why you need to be saved from your sins is because the Holy Word of God says, the wages of sin is death. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And then the Bible says the wages of sin is death. You're in a mess. You're sinking in sin. And yes, sin can be pleasurable for a moment. Okay. But you're sinking deep in sin and you're sinking so deep you're going to die and go to hell. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. In other words, the check that you're going to receive at the end of your life. Pardon me. The wages that you're going to receive at the end of your life or the Friday of your life is death. The Bible says it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. You have an appointment with death, and you're going to be there at that appointment. As sure as you're looking at me right now, You're going to make that appointment because, see, when uh, the grim the grim reaper knocks on the door, that's you can't hide from the grim reaper and tell me you're not there. Uh, the grim reaper, uh, death, <coughs> will come in and get you. He has many ways to make sure you die many ways and those are means to death 
It is a fact that you're going to die. Even the queen had an appointment with death. Her appointment was met the other day. And she had to go meet her maker. <coughs> uh, the king of kings and lord of lords. <coughs> Pardon me. And you're going to meet your maker. And you're going to give an account of everything you did in this life. If the queen has to die, you know you have to die. We all have to die. But here's the thing that God wants you to understand clearly. Because sometimes we try to make God be what we want him to be. And whereas you may not be serious about sin, you may not take it seriously, God does. Very seriously, very seriously. The Bible says that God is angry with the wicked every day. Now that's what the Bible says. God does not like people violating his law. Why? Because violating his law does not really hurt him. No doubt it does, but it hurts you way more. And he loves you. See, sin is not good for any of us. And sin will take you further than you wanted to go, keep you longer than you wanted to uh, stay, and make you pay more than you wanted to pay. Every time. When you, when you start sin, it's going to turn out bad. The outcome, is, uh, as one of my doctors uses this term, is going to be bad. And God wants you to understand, God is loving. He does not want you to go to hell. But it, just like God allows you to die from this earth, you listen to me, we are all on death row. We just don't know when we're going to die. You're on death row. I don't care how pretty you are, how beautiful you are, what kind of car you drive, what kind of money you got in your bank account. That means nothing because you can check out of this life today. You can actually go in your uh, nice fine car from your nice fine house and go to a nice fine department store to spend some of your nice fine money and come out on a stretcher dead. Bleeding from your head because some demoniac shot you and killed you and some other people too. That will happen today somewhere in America. Because America is under a curse. Because we have forsaken the God who brought us this far. And what you need to understand is that the same God who has appointed for you to die because of your sins. Death does not, uh, we don't die because of cancer, we don't die because of the coronavirus, we don't die because of a car crash, we die because of sin. The Grim Reaper uses any means he wants to use for to bring death uh, forward in your life.
But that's going to happen. And the same God who will allow that to happen because of your sin is the same God who will allow you to go to hell if you reject his plan of salvation. If you reject his son, Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords, if you love darkness and your sin and your wickedness and your evil more than you love righteousness and Jesus Christ, and you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ or you delay believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. For good intentions uh, pave the road straight to hell. There are many people who didn't have a problem with the gospel, but they delayed it using their free moral agency and they were going to get saved tomorrow but they went to hell today <clears throat> okay the same god who will allow you to die now you think about that that's very serious and by the way don't believe these lying philosophers <clears throat> Pardon me, these lying preachers, lying pastors, and lying counselors. Saying that death is a part of life. Death is not a part of life. It's, a, it's not a, nowhere near that. Death is the ending of life, of your life. Your life is over on this earth. The same God who has appointed for you to die is the same God who will allow you to go to hell if you don't believe in his son, Jesus Christ. And hell is a very serious place. Jesus Christ preached on hell more than anybody in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. He was very earnest about it and very serious. Jesus Christ said in one sermon, Mark chapter 9, verses 43 through 48, And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter halt into life that's maimed, crippled, limping, than having two feet to be cast into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where their worm dieth not, and the fire, the fire, the fire is not quenched. Do you want to go to the place where the fire is not quenched? Where you're burned for eternity and suffer from the heat and the smoke for eternity? That's what's going to happen to you if you do not pause in this life and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. Jesus Christ did not die in vain. Don't think, oh, well, that's just a cute story. It's no, no, no. You got it backwards. It is the most central, most important story in the history of the world. It's a non-fiction story. It's not a fiction story. It's not a myth. And if thine eye offend thee, you love to look at pornography, 
You love to lust after people and things. By the way, we're talking about sins, such sins as lying, as stealing, as uh, lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, dishonoring and disobeying and hating your parents for no reason. Dishonoring God by taking his name in vain. Committing fornication, committing adultery, committing lesbianism and homosexuality and all other sins will land you in hell if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. If your eye offends thee, pluck it out, pluck it out. Plug it out, it is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire. Where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. So dear friend, take hell seriously. If Jesus Christ said it repeatedly over and over, and gave you great details about it, take it seriously. Because God is holy, and somebody has to pay for sin. You don't keep, listen to me, you don't even do this. You don't reward people for doing evil if you have any sense. You're not helping them by doing that, are you? They must suffer the consequences in this life. If wicked, evil, sinful judges and prosecutors can put a person in jail for 20 years legally with God's authority and the government's authority on it and even put some on death row where they are executed for murdering somebody, you need to rest assured, my dear friend, there is a hell somewhere. And if wicked sinners who work in the court can put a person in jail for the rest of their lives and throw away the key, you need to understand that God will allow that to happen in your life, your eternal life, if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ that he suffered. He bled and he died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. Jesus Christ did not die in vain. Jesus Christ did not die for nothing. He died to save your soul from eternal hell. Ultimately. Because God wants you to be a part of the divine reset. Where Adam and Eve messed up. And messed us up messed up the rest of us and we messed up ourselves because we can't blame it on Adam and Eve we we are committing we're eating the apple every day we're committing sins every day of our lives that we must take responsibility for Jesus Christ is the second Adam to resolve that issue and if you believe in him and trust in him and repent of your sins and follow him and show that 
you are saved by loving him back by being obedient to him then you get to go to heaven for the divine reset and God will give you a peaceful and joyful life even in the midst of the troubles of this world do you know him as your Savior or do you just have church membership church membership can't save you doing good works can't save you teaching in a church can't save you preaching in a church can't save you singing in the choir can't save you getting baptized can't save you none of these things can save your soul from hell you must simply believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who said the most loving most magnificent and most important words ever said in the history of the world when he said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shalt be saved these are biblical facts so believe in the Lord Jesus Christ right now in your heart trust in him have faith in him depend upon him to save your soul from hell the Bible says for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved follow me in prayer as we go to the throne of grace for your soul salvation if you want to be saved from hell and want to forsake the sin and evil of the world pray this prayer with me the sinner's prayer repeated after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart be sincere about it or don't pray it at all God is not going to make you get saved and I cannot make you let's pray Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ I humbly admit that I am a sinner and I have sinned grievously in your sight many times for Jesus Christ's sake please forgive me of all of the sins that I have committed and that the preacher talked about even today Lord Jesus Christ I believe in you I believe that you suffered, you bled, and you died on the cross for my sins. My failures and my faults. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and into my soul and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of all of my sins help me to turn from my evil ways and follow you in the newness of life in Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake Amen
Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, sitting at the right hand of God Almighty, if you believed in your heart that he paid your sin debt, for he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by the power of God, and you called upon his name, for the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. <clears throat> you called upon his name and asked him to save you based upon God's holy word that I have total faith in. You are now saved from hell and you are saved to heaven. And may I say to you, congratulations for doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. <clears throat> Pardon me. Now, so that you can grow in the faith and become strong in the faith, go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled what to do after you enter through the door Jesus Christ said in John 10 9 I am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture so that book will help you it will give you your next steps if you are uh, trusted the Lord as Savior today uh, let us know so that we can rejoice with you and send you some more materials to help you to grow in the faith and by the way we're here 24 hours a day seven days a week and so you can email us at any time your prayer requests or questions uh, we're riding with you in this and so Email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know that you got saved so that we can send you some more free materials and help you to grow in the faith and to pray for you and your family. If you have a prayer request, send that in. The most important thing we can do for you is to pray for you. The most important thing you can do for me is pray for me. Now, dear friends, let's pray for uh, the families of people who are hurting because of atrocities, and uh, let's pray for still millions of people who are hurting from the coronavirus plague. We pray now, Lord, not only for the millions, but for even the few. We pray for the family and friends of Oklahoma resident Richard Dale Schumann. Uh, we pray for the family and friends of Maine resident David Richard Knoll. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Albania resident Mehmet Baitaiki. And we pray, Lord, for all of the people who have recommitted their lives to you. Help them to stand strong in the faith as well. And if they do not have our book titled What to Do After 
you enter through the door. Help them to get it as well and read it through free of charge at gospellightsociety.com. We pray for Sandra, Deepak, Gail, Ali, Yandro, Molbohinge, and others. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. At this time, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hear the beautiful hymns of the faith. Make sure you pray without ceasing. Pray for me to be able to preach tonight. Uh, Lord willing, we will start uh, around 7 Central Time, Eastern uh, Time, that will be 8. So prepare accordingly, uh, invite teenagers, young people, young adults, invite anybody that you think is not saved. And, and I will, by God's grace, preach the gospel. And we pray for hundreds, yea, thousands to come to know you as Savior, come to know the Lord as Savior. So you're, you do your part in witness to other people and uh, invite other people to listen in so that they can hear the gospel and be saved and hear about the second coming of Christ. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, as the hymn plays.